to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast once again with your boy Dary Lips and as always my man Gio. Hey man. Hello, despite being locked out of the Discord group, I'm back. I have a new account. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the artist formerly known as Gio. <laughs> <laughs> and again, my man Damo, how are you, sir? Good. I'm annoyed that locking Gio out of his account didn't keep him away. I know. I tried. I for a minute. I tried. We was, we was, we was yeah. free. <laughs> yeah. I tried. Yeah. Good effort. Good effort. Um, right. Let's get started. There's one major, major thing that I think we, we need to touch on first. The white rabbit stuff. We're going down oh, a rabbit hole at the beginning. We're starting it. Okay. So... There's been some stuff going on, like they've been playing White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane at live events, red lighting and this, that and the other. And there was uh, a glitch between Alexa Bliss's match on Raw and yeah, a lot of teases going out. There was a QR code on Raw behind Austin Theory's head that obviously then put down a video of a White Rabbit spelled out the word demon. And spurred out the world you did in answer to the question who destroyed the world. Uh, right. Let's start with Damo because I think Damo right, okay. has the biggest theory. So come on, man. Hit me up. These are not my theories. These are theories that I've collated over numerous hours on Twitter, Reddit, everywhere. Oh, I've had oh, fun. Oh. Just thought, you know what? I want to get involved in something to do with wrestling. This has given me a bit of excitement because, <laughs> you know, wrestling's fun, but the extra stuff's great. So, um, we st- we'll go to the vi- we'll start with the the video, and um, we'll come to White Rabbit later. We'll start with the video. I know it's not in order, but here we go. So uh, the video, obviously, it said about following the rabbit down the rabbit hole. Yep. So, a rabbit hole. What does rabbit hole mean? Rabbit hole is a phrase, or the phrase going down the rabbit hole or falling down the rabbit hole is used as a metaphor for something that transports you to something either wonderful or troublesome. Right, it takes you into a surreal state or situation. Interesting, because what happened to um, Bray Wyatt? Because obviously Bray Wyatt is the talk of the town. Yep. Yes, Karrion Cross played the White Rabbit in Lucha Underground. I think it was Lucha Underground. I'm sticking with it. But Bray Wyatt was obviously the big talk. Everybody thinks he's back. Um, so lots of theories going around about Bray Wyatt and the Funhouse and this and the other. So I take you to Ronnie Mack. The Fun House was meant to be the safe haven of Bray Wyatt. It was where he was protected from the Fiend. The Fiend didn't generally come out within the Fun House. He was just happy-go-lucky. That was until Alexa came along, which is why we had the glitch during the Alexa match. Um, Bray was then forced to go down the rabbit hole to find his safe haven, which is where he found the White Rabbit. A couple of months ago, um, the 4th of July... Wyndham Six, Bray Wyatt's Twitter handle, posted, anyone on here know anything about South Arkansas? He then replied to himself immediately, saying, if you are a local and can navigate to the Devil's Hole, please let me know. So you're thinking, South Arkansas? Well, it must be a town or city in Arkansas. Like, oh, obviously. However, it is not. South Arkansas, after some research, this is again not me, um, it isn't a town, it isn't a village, it isn't a city, it is an unincorporated cult community, which means that it doesn't belong to anything specific, it's not on maps, it doesn't technically exist, however it does exist. When you look into the Devil's Hole, South Arkansas, as in look into it online, not 
look into the hole because it doesn't exist. Um, you find a forum posted in 2004. So obviously I went to the forum. Why wouldn't I? Um, it's a long spiel about the Devil's Hole and it's part of Boone County, yada, yada, yada. But what's interesting about this is this entire post about South Arkansas and the Devil's Hole is moderated and written by the White Rabbit. Um, the guy who did the artwork for the Fiend Mask has been posting like weird rabbits, like creepy, demented looking like rabbit masks. So people are like, oh my God, is that linked? Is it not linked? Obviously the guy didn't work directly for Bray Wyatt. He worked for WWE. So they could have just said to him, you know, make some creepy graphics. Let's get people talking, yada, yada, yada. We go to the video. The start of the video, there was a thing for press play and there was a red circle around the play symbol. If you look on Bray Wyatt's Twitter account, there is a red circle at the end of his bio. If you scroll through his tweets, 30th of May, 2022, ended his tweet with, I'm ready now, and a red circle. We go a little bit further back, 23rd of March, 2021, did a tweet, ended it with a red circle. 12th of December, 2020, ended a tweet with a red circle. And that goes on, that goes back, it goes back a few years. Cool. So you're like, all right, is it Bray Wyatt? But everybody knows that Karrion Cross was the White Rabbit, right? That's how it went down. Yeah. There is a theory, and I don't know the man's name. I saved it from a TikTok. I sent it to you, Darry. Um, a guy is like, okay, so everybody thinks it's to do with Karrion Cross, Bray Wyatt, whatever. What if it's to do with them both? What if Bray Wyatt went down the rabbit hole looking for sanctuary, looking for freedom? And he, down there, he found the White Rabbit. He found uh, Abby the Witch. He found Mercy, the, the Buzzard, etc. And what if he brought them back with him now? What if Korean Cross is, in fact, the White Rabbit? And it's part of the same storyline, which is why they've been teasing the White Rabbit. What if Scarlet is the Witch? What if Dexter Loomis is the Buzzard? Because the buzzard stole things during the fun, the Firefly Funhouse, and Dexter Loomis keeps stealing the Miz. <laughs> stealing the Miz. Alexa Bliss is reportedly set to be written off of TV for a major character change. Again, we had the red lights. The last time Alexa Bliss had a major character change, it was related to Bray Wyatt. Um, one last thing on said topic: if you watch the video and you've got the Who Killed the World. So first off, the rabbit bounces on the word demon. What's interesting is the font for Hangman is exactly the same font as WWE used on Bray Wyatt's merchandise, um, specifically the Seducer, Accuser, Destroyer t-shirt with the Find Me and the uh, Little Lamb. So the rabbit hole opens up because all of this is said to lead back to the same points of it being... Bray Wyatt is due. Now, obviously, everybody thinks that Bray Wyatt is going to appear on SmackDown because they posted 923-923. Now, I don't think that they would waste a return of someone like Bray Wyatt on SmackDown. I do, however, think we will get the next step of the rabbit hole on SmackDown. Well, that's just me. Well, it's not me. It's me and people that I found through people on the internet. It's a lot going on there. I mean, interesting because they also brought back uh, Braun, and Braun was part of that too. Yeah. 
There's a lot to go on. Like, I feel like the White Rabbit is being teased for it to make people think it's cross. If you watch the loading thing, it's an hourglass. Mm -hmm. Oh, I missed one. Oh, go on. If you go to the, if you look up the um, promotional material for Extreme Rules, compare the different graphics. So you've got obviously one for Livvy Ronda, you've got one for um, Seth and Riddle. In the background of the Seth and Riddle promotional material, there are fireflies and an Ooh. and the lantern. They are oh. not featured on the Liv and Ronda promotional material. Oh, obviously, Bray started to go. The Fiend started to go down the rabbit hole and lost his safe space inside Hell in a Cell against Seth Rollins. A horrible match. But now, mm -hmm. oh god! <laughs> so, come on, balls to the wall. You think it's just Bray? Still don't know if it's Bray. <laughs> I just reading all this has made me think. Oh my god! Imagine if it is Bray. Like that would be huge. This but, is all wrapped up into one thing. I mean, interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting to see where they go. But I don't think we find out on SmackDown. I think we get more tease on SmackDown. I think we think get more just torture. Teasing? Yes. Yeah, like the next bit. Oh, I, I, I think it's Bray. I mean, everyone's expecting Bray back. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that Bray will be back. Um, I think the White Rabbit is just to like make people think of something else because it could just be cross. It really could. Mm -hmm. But to be fair, the White Rabbit thing on Lucha Underground was pretty shit. Like, it wasn't even that great, you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and he's been back a while, and I think he's doing all right on his own, you know? It's not like, I don't know if he needs a gimmick change straight away, because I think his return's been done quite well, you know? Um, I think it's Bray. Just which version of Bray, and if he comes with a group, and because, like, you know, as Triple H said in that interview with BT Sport, in it, like, the creative mind of Bray Wyatt is, yes. uh, you know, something else, in it? <laughs> Easy yeah. said. Um, but, yeah, I mean, SmackDown will now be interesting. I think it's Bray. I just, yeah. I, d I do love all the little having to look at the background now of all the backstage segments. That's been one of my favorite changes that Triple H Um Everything has a purpose now. Yeah, you have to notice everything, like, you know? What a breath of fresh air it has been to have over a month of TV and no 24-7 bollocks. Oh, it's amazing. No, right. they've actually been doing... See, that's the thing. They've been doing the 24-7 bollocks on the house shows. Oh, exactly. They? Yeah, I said Which TV. Is, yeah, it's, like, it's like, so like, the house show I went to in the UK, R-Truth come out and sung a bit and did a bit of a, a shtick with Dolph Ziggler. It was great. Like, in a house show, that stuff, just to keep the crowd laughing, perfect. Yeah, keep like, in the span, I think in the span of one night, she lost it to Tamina, who lost it to a referee, who then lost it back to Dana Brooke. <laughs> nice. So keep it on the house shows, keep it off of Raw, because Raw's been great. Like, how nice has it been to mm -hmm. have actually watched a month of Raw and have something to talk about, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, it was good. 
Um, and it's funny. So, like, I've rewatched. I watched more than the highlights. I found a site where I could rewatch Raw. It doesn't feel like I'm watching three hours of a show anymore. I thought that on. So I watched it on Monday, and I was. I looked and I was like, "Oh shit! Yeah. It's almost four a.m." Yeah, it was like two two and a half two hours in before I even realized, like, "Oh shit! I'm two hours yeah, in." Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, let's touch on this week's Raw because I, I think it was again very good Raw. Um, I do Here's my only. Here, here's my only complaint. It was a good raw, but how many distraction finishes are we going to have in one night? So this was my first thing. So the opening match, Rollins versus Lashley. This is twice now that Lashley has won thanks to something happening on the outside. You know, he doesn't need that. And I hope they don't do it anymore because the match was banging and you can believe that Lashley can beat Seth, you know? Yes. Like, it's not unbelievable that Lashley needs help to beat Seth. It doesn't hurt Seth because it's Lashley. But it's twice now that he's won thanks to a distraction. And I don't like it. I get why they did it because it needed to build the riddle Seth stuff. I get. And I kind of knew what was going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it, it kind of ruined a little bit. Um, I yeah, personally it was a think. Good match, but it didn't need. It would have been. I personally think. It... If they wanted to do it where it was an, a finish in that sense, it should have been a non-finish. It should have been a DQ. Yeah. I don't think they should have done it where a distraction helped Lashley win. It should have been a DQ so that he retained. Yeah, then none of that. Because I, I, as I say, it's the second time in a US yeah. title match that he's done that. And I just like that doesn't... I know they're doing it for other stories. It doesn't actually help. Lashley a little bit. You're starting to think, well, you're a bit of a bitch. You may as well just have MVP back. You know? Um, but that was great. Um, there was some stuff with damage control running their mouths a bit, mocking Lily. Oh, loved, Bill, I loved them. I want Bailey's car. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was a bit quick, but it was fine. Um, Kevin Owens, Austin Theory. Again, good Fantastic match. Fantastic match. Yeah. Love this Owens. Yeah, just um, hope they let they, him go. You know what I mean? Like, mm. just Dave, Dave, what, was, Dave, what was your one compliment for the match? <laughs> oh my god, he did the pop up power bomb to win the match. <laughs> like, oh yes. Like, I didn't hate him having the stunner. He made the stunner work. There's not many that could, and Kevin Owens did. But the pop up power bomb is Kevin Owens. Like, yes. And, yeah, yeah. and when he set up for it, I was like, oh, he's going to stun him. And then he pushed him into ropes. I was like, oh my God, he's going to do it. And then he did, and it was over. I was like, yeah. wow. Um, love, love the rise of Kevin Owens since Triple H back, which is no surprise. Kevin Owens is very much a Triple H guy. Fits that mold of what you starting to see as Triple H guys. I like the Gargano stuff too, because you got yeah, Gargano you theory. But you, you know who hasn't really been looking too well since this whole Triple H thing? Austin Theory. I think they're doing that because he's got the case and they want you to think he could never cash in. Mm -hmm. And I still He might not think... be winning matches, but he's yeah. on TV yeah. every week. He's on week. TV a lot and the matches are good. Now, he's not here's... putting in bad matches. Here's my theory. I think, see, because we, we, I don't, we, we're, we won't talk a bit into it. Um, 
the next, obviously, the next challenger is Logan Paul, Roman Reigns, or whatever at Crown Jewel. What if? What if Logan Paul beats him at Crown Jewel and then Theory cashes in on Paul? <laughs> you need to stay off Reddit. That's what I say to that. That's more wild than all the stuff that Damo was just saying. No, it's not. It is. You're telling me giving Logan Paul the belt even for five okay. fucking minutes wouldn't okay, get them any sort of You are saying like Roman Reigns that has beaten every person on the roster, right? In this title run, he's going to lose in Saudi Arabia to Logan Paul. If David Arquette can beat fucking Jeff Jarrett, why not? This isn't the 90s. This isn't the 90s WCW. <laughs> no, but I do want to talk about that match very briefly before we get back into how good brawling brutes, brutes were as a tag team. Um, everyone complaining about it. It's perfect for Crown Jewel. It is mm-hmm. fucking perfect. It is business. Logan Paul, Roman Reigns is a nothing match that's going to make everybody watch. Everyone in Saudi Arabia knows Logan Paul, 100%. I think I've seen a screenshot that how big a following he's got there. Everyone's loving Roman Reigns. Logan Paul can show off a bit more of how good a wrestler he's become. Roman and Reigns then it, keeps busy. And then, it, and then it becomes the head of the table. Tell me the last time Roman Reigns had a match where he didn't make his opponent look like the best in the world. Exactly. Right now, this would be perfect for Logan Paul. It's perfect for business. It will make sure that Saudi Arabia is watched by everyone still, but it feels like a meme. You know, it's it's perfect business decision. It is a fantastic mm-hmm. business decision. Like, okay, I get it. You indie guys are going to cry. Like, oh, God, oh, that. but it's Saudi Arabia that nobody cares about. Nobody cares about these fucking shows. Oh, They're sure. literally money spinners, you know? They sure. go, make millions, so why not use the guy that has the millions of following that's going to watch the main event? All little Logan Paul fans that, even if they don't like wrestling, are going to watch that. It's just sold that event for them, and they don't have to the change belt. anything. I mean, oh my God. How fucking cool is that? He wins the belt. Do you know what? If you if he wins the belt, I'm banning you forever <laughs> from everything. Well, Me and you will never speak. Fucking, he doesn't need to have a title reign. That's the thing. He wins it somehow. He wins it for five In minutes what? and then fucking catches his Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, listen to yourself. Amina has more chance of being right. Roman Reigns. In you tell me now how how. Does Logan Paul beat Roman Reigns? You you booked you you plan that match. You tell me how that match goes in a way that Logan Paul beats Roman Reigns. If you can convince me with how your match goes, I will stop criticizing you. Playing the match out. Maybe maybe it'll be a triple threat, and he you know he still gets he still. It's takes not going to be a triple threat. They've announced it's one v one. you got the theory thing, man. Listen. I had theories that had some kind of backing. I went down rabbit holes. And take it from fucking dinky looking ball. No, because Austin Theory's going to defend his briefcase against Johnny Gargano. God, I hope they don't take it off of him and give it to Gargano. I'm just sitting here in shock. I thought, yeah, new wrestling. This is why I started the podcast. Listen. 
now, yeah, now Geo's got Austin Fury and Logan maybe, Paul beat Roman Reigns. Bear in mind. Maybe it's because I spent the week watching 90s WCW. Sorry. Sorry to dump on your uh, little fan theory even more, Geo. Right. So what you said originally was that Logan Paul's going to beat Roman Reigns and then Austin Fury's going to cash in within five minutes to take the take the title. Yeah. You're, you have just... You have just then followed up with when I asked you how Logan Paul beats Austin Fury, uh, sorry, beats Roman Reigns. You went with, oh, because Austin Fury cashes in to make it a triple threat and he takes the pin. Well, then how does he cash in his briefcase a second time to win? Well, the, one way or another, I have a feeling it's, uh, it's going to Do you know what we're doing? We're, he's, he's banned from WCW pay per views for a month just to you get his head back did on this straight. To me. <laughs> the reviews have broken him. Yeah, they may have. I've watched Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone way too many times. <laughs> and the week before that, he watched Victory Fucking Road. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we need to help yeah, him. That one had that that one had uh, Jenna Morosco in the back in the like one of the backstage segments. There's a lot of celebrity shit going on. It's warped my head, man. <laughs> Clearly. So anyway, Raw. <laughs> yeah, please. Brawling Brutes versus Street Profits. What an absolute banger. I mean, it wasn't yes. one of their best, but the Brutes, they're not going to beat Usos, like, I don't think, but at least they look like a tag team. Like, yes. I thought Butch, They've which I still very, love very Butch. Good. I hope he stays as he is. Pete down the tire so looks, yeah. with Butch now, yeah. because I don't yeah. think, um, I don't think they need to change it. I don't hate Butch. It's, so I've got, he's almost now got like, uh, do you remember Jesse and Festus? Mm-hmm. Remember when the bell rang and Festus became a different person? It's almost like they've got that going on now where he's butch, bell rings, Pete Dunn. Yeah, keep it. And it works. Yeah, yeah. It and they've does. not made a thing of it being like a, a trance that the bell snaps in, but it works. And to be fair, best I've seen Holland in a long time. Yeah. I never rated him. It's... I thought he was a bit clumsy, so... but he looks like he's I... stepping up. I think he's sort of. I he got. I think he got. I, I was willing to give him a bit of a buy because obviously, whilst it wasn't his fault, he was involved in the big E injury, and that's obviously going to set you back when you're a rookie and you've just been thrust into the limelight, and then something like that happens. You're going to have a bit of a, a wobble, but yeah, he's come into his own so well. Yeah, and I love the tag team, and I think they'll put on a banger with the Us. Yeah, that'll be great because that's Friday, isn't it? No, the the Usos are definitely keeping yes. that till Mania. It's definitely going to be Sammy and. Kevin taking it from them. I I could. I think that. it'll be at the Rumble. No yeah, way I think it might be earlier, before. but I agree with you that I think it'll be Sammy and Kevin to take it. Yeah, I think it will be earlier. Because especially um, now with them adding Solo Sequoia in and everything, they're definitely going to turn on Sammy. Yeah, at some point soon. Yeah, and I think... It, but the thing is, I don't... I don't know. Um, Kevin Owens is doing fine at the minute. I don't know if he needs that, but to do it with Sammy, maybe that would work. I think um, they go into Mania with the titles, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I feel like it's going to give them their well-due Mania moment. I th- yeah, yes. I, th- I yeah. think that, I think Kevin Owens was saying that that was the only thing left on his bucket list was to be on Mania with Sammy at his side, not against him. Yep, yep, yep. And I think that's that's the right thing. Um, then it was, there was a tag team match set up for next week or was it? Uh, yeah. The, 
Gargano and Owens stuff with Alpha Academy mm-hmm. was funny. Uh, the Judgment Day versus Matt Riddle and Rey Mysterio. Um, I'm kind of over them fighting Rey Mysterio. I mean, I know it's leading to Dominic versus Rey, obviously, to happen. Um, yeah. And the only good thing is Judgment Day actually feel like a group to be reckoned with now. Um, yeah, they're actually winning matches. <laughs> yeah, they're winning. Momentum's pretty high with them. Rhea's doing bits. Finn looks good. What, what I did want to speak about is obviously the backstage bit with Finn and AJ. AJ yes. kind of lost, not really doing anything. Is AJ Styles? Do you think he joins? No. Do you know no. why? Go on. Two gentlemen who are heavily associated with AJ Styles have just recently left Impact. This was where I was going to go. Do you think uh-huh. they come back? Oh, yeah. They are money guys, end of day. I don't think they've got any hair. You know what I mean? It's whoever flashes some money at them. Do you see the club coming back? Mm-hmm. Judgment Day versus the club? Oh. Yeah. Oh, give me it. So, yeah, maybe. But are they free agents now, then? Are they done? Yes. I'm pretty sure I saw that they were free agents. Oh, I knew it was coming soon. I didn't realize it was already. Very, very exciting. Uh- so they were free agents as of the 2nd of September. There's talk that, obviously, there's talk that they go to New Japan, but there is still talk that they could, um, WWE have expressed an interest about them potentially returning. Because Triple H um, will use them much better. They're said to have been interested, but only if the money is good. See? They're money, guys. <laughs> Throw some money at them, they'll be there. You know what I mean, that's, that's, that's them at the end of the day. And they always have been. I don't think that's ever been in doubt on what their ambition is, is who's got the bag, you know? Yeah. Uh, exciting stuff. But yeah, good for Judgment Day. A uh, bit of Miss TV. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I just. <laughs> it's I just like, silly. And that's why yeah, it's perfect. But you know what? I'm getting a little bit more intrigued. It's, yeah. it's, it, it was funny, but now I'm a little bit like, I'm into it, you know? Like, I would like to see Champa versus Loomis. I hope that, yeah. And I would like to see Loomis versus Miz. It's made me want, yeah, all of a sudden I've started caring. Like, coming up through the ring. And then he, like, disappeared. And then he come back up. <laughs> Dexter Loomis is getting over. He is, he is not even once had a cut of fucking promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not said anything. He's not wrestled anyone. He's just a bit <laughs> just... creepy. Yeah. The only thing, so I have one hope, and it is that it does not lead to Loomis and Indy versus Miz and Maurice. Oh, it 100% will. It's going to. 100% will get that match. Yeah, because she's rumored to be like a thing that Triple H wants to eventually bring up anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, they've already written her off of NXT. Yeah, she, she'll be up. Um, and then the main event, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Um, I, I, I don't like it as main event because you knew Bailey wasn't going to lose. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of, you know, very obvious booking things. Um, I'm guessing they're going to be the teams for Survivor Series War Games, would be my guess. Oh, look at that lead in. Yeah. What's funny is, is I reviewed a fucking war games this week. <laughs> yeah. But yes, uh, it did lead to that. Survivor Series this year will be more storyline based and will be war games. 
So a men's war games and a women's war games, didn't he say? Yes. So my guess would be, you know, Bliss, well, Oscar. I, I asked for one thing. Go William on. Regal might not be signed, but they got his son. His son needs to just grab a <laughs> mic and say war games. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, sure. Charlie Dempsey needs to just come out and go, war games, and leave. The problem is, by if it is going to be damage control against this Oscar Be- uh, Bianca at War Games, I feel that's too far away because I'm kind of a bit already. I think, her. yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know if Bliss lasts that long. Yeah. So maybe they bring in like a fresh face to help her, or they just do something else. Oh. But I do think it'll be damage control oh. in the match. Toxic attraction. Yes, I was just going to say they do. You remember when they did the. Um... The original war games on NXT, and it was tag team, tag team, tag team, tag team. Yeah, yeah. They could, in theory, do that. Could do. <gasps> I do think no. it will be all Sorry. the damage. Sorry, wait, wait, no. Bailey will be world champion by then. She'll defend her world, her title in a rematch against Bianca Belair. We will get Dakota Nia versus um, Toxic Attractions too versus. Generic two that I can't think of women's tag that will you know just is, there for fodder versus you think this is where we get Sasha, Sasha and Naomi. Naomi back? Oh, 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 that could be. Like... You're welcome. This is the internet has done this to me. I yeah, found the state of conspiracy. The man's just non-stop conspiracies, non-stop. Um, but yeah. Great show, had focus. And I think that's the main thing with Raw now. Like, you remember we used to watch Raw? Like, it gives you something to talk about. There was a focus. You know, this made some stuff for Extreme Rules like, like Monday. And you know what I mean? This so has made the podcast so much easier, on. by the way. Yeah, because there's actual <laughs> stories and stuff. You could be like, what ifs, you know? <laughs> We've had plenty of build in the last sort of six to nine months. Where we've been stuck in chat, me and you, Darren, like, what the fuck do we talk about? Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, just yeah. dig in, like, find something quick. Yeah. It's been, it's well, been hard work. And other news right. Triple H may have single handedly killed his first promotion because there's no narrative being controlled now that Braun is gone. They have canceled their shows. Yeah, they've canceled yeah. shows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they have all canceled. It's done, isn't it? It's done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that Dream versus EC3 online, you sniff more coke than I did, helped. You, you <laughs> filmed me while I peed? Oh, yeah, when you did coke. Yeah. Uh, I did. If I filmed you while, I, while you peed, why did your friends all corroborate that there was no images of you peeing on my phone? <laughs> what I would say, EC3, is pick your battles more wisely. That yeah. man likes kids. <laughs> I think Dream's the... I also like Dream's defenses. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, yes, that was literally his defense. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, not not great. Um Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Um obviously some bit of news. Sporting celebrities wrestling. There's been talk, Tyson Fury and Dwight Howard. Um Dwight, Tyson uh, I Fury gonna... I can see, but Dwight Howard? <laughs> I mean, um, maybe. Sure, sure. I mean, I just, Why the hell not, eh? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like, Tyson, I can see. I think like, Fury is desperate. I think it'll be 
next year. Maybe Drew keeps Drew busy, maybe for WrestleMania. Do that. Let him get this Joshua fight out of the way. Ah, uh, you think you think Tyson Fury is going to be the Knoxville this year, and he'll be the main, the like mania celebrity? Yeah, I do. I don't think Drew will be in the title picture. I think obviously that's going to be Roman Rock and Cody will be back, and you know, there's there's lots of other guys. I think Tyson Fury, celebrity, get Drew McIntyre can work you with think him. He come- do you think they do the classic? He comes out at the Rumble and eliminates him or whatever. Some shit like that. But I, I for my gut feeling, would be um, Tyson Fury, uh, Drew McIntyre. Okay. So there you go. Heard it here first. <laughs> there you go. Because I was actually looking yeah. today. The reason I said that there was a thing I found called "Way Too Early WrestleMania 39 Match Card." Want to hear? Yes. Right, right, come on. So, Rock versus Roman as your main event. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, think that's more likely with Triple H being in charge than it was with Vince as well. Yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch. I think Charlotte. Uh, no. So, they're saying it could be um, a multi thing. So, this has Blair versus Oscar versus Shayna versus Morgan. Yeah. Oh, uh, God, that's a, of, um, that's a lot of... That's a lot of I-might-skip-that-match names. <laughs> I could be a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> so this one doesn't actually have the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, this doesn't have McIntyre versus Fury. This has McIntyre versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. Okay. It's an interesting match, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, they have Cross versus Lashley for the US title. Interesting. Uh, they have uh, Riddle versus Orton. And yes, they, likely. They, yeah. Um, they have, obviously, they haven't got matches, but they have a feeling it could be Logan Paul versus Pat McAfee. I don't Ooh. think, I do not see the Orton thing happening because he recently did an update and said he is nowhere near ready. Yeah, but they always say that. Edge also told us the day of the Rumble he wasn't wrestling anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what this means, though, Darry? If Orton's right. doing updates like that, he's bringing the character back. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. And oh, this, does have, this does have Usos versus uh, Zayn and Owens um, here. And it also has um, Austin Theory just against the jobber, but they think he'll lose his case by failing to cash in Brock Reigns' match. And they have Cody Rhodes versus Seth. That's the way too early WrestleMania card. So I think we've got two titles by then, and Cody Rhodes goes in um, either he's given the championship after winning the Rumble, or he's fighting for the championship after winning the Rumble. See, I think Roman's pulling double duty. I think one night it'll be Cody, one night it'll be Rock, and he'll lose both nights. Uh, I think you need to stop smoking crack. You can tell again, <laughs> what, how it, would it be to do it that way to get both belts separated? It would. It would <laughs> well, work. there's another it, one here to work. say that they'll, the title won't be on Reigns and it'll be Lesnar-Lashley for the titles and Reigns-Rock will just be a match. Or we can Ooh. get Rock versus... Yeah. We, we, we might have Rock versus Logan Paul. Fuck off. Yeah, Hollywood, baby. I'm muting him. I'm muting him. Oh, good God. No, I think it'll be Logan versus Pat. I do think For that. the title? Absolutely. No, that could happen. Seriously. 
Right, let's get to your review. <laughs> you're just talking WCW anyway. Let's fucking get into it before we actually have a challenge this week, which Damo will explain after we get through this event. Right. You got four Brawl 97 War Games. Yep. How do you feel after watching it? The first question. Uh, I actually enjoyed it besides, like, the main event was obvious the way it was going to go. But the rest of the card wasn't bad. All right. Well, let's get on with that. WCW Cruiserweight Championship opened the show. Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Jericho. I think Jericho I know, was right, the champ I, at the I time, know, wasn't I said right there, just the two names. Like, yeah. oh, God, they're in their – this is like their – Literally their prime cruiserweight stuff. Yeah. I can imagine it was a banger. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think Eddie became the cruiserweight champion that night, didn't he? Yep. Because isn't, like, the next event Halloween Havoc? Where yeah. Where Rey Mysterio title versus mask. Yep. Wasn't that that year? Wow, that was the yeah. next event. There you go. Look at that me. was the following pay-per-view. There you go. Um, But, yeah, great. Um, Then tag team match Harlem Heat versus... Steiner Brothers, Ted DiBiase was with the Steiner Brothers, and Miss Jacqueline, obviously with Harlem Heat. I used to love Jacqueline. I'm not going to lie. Jacqueline was one of them. Got Steiner looking like Big Papa Pump, but not yet Big Papa Pump. Like, his hair's not dyed. He doesn't have the goatee, but he's got the protruding, like, muscles in the singlet. It's so weird. <laughs> um, Obviously, but also, just... Off of that, the, the Steiner table for three was announced, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. All but three. Like, what about that? Yeah. It was, huge. it was obvious that they were going that way with Scott Steiner. Like, you could tell that in a few months he was going to be big bump, bump, bump by that time. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm very excited for the table for three. I think that'll be really good. Three of them. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Uh, the Steiner brothers obviously picked up the victory in that one. Um, World Television Championship. Alex Wright versus Ultimo Dragon. Do you remember Alex Wright? Okay, here's my thing. What people, to him? People Probably loved drugs. Like, because he had a joke gimmick, but watching Alex Wright match, he's a fucking good British wrestler. Yeah, he was. Oh, um, didn't you look him up? And don't he have, like, wrestling schools across Europe? WXW. Yeah. That's where there we go, Locker. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's... That's where uh, that guy T-Bone came from that's in mm-hmm. NXT UK. That's where uh, the Primate guy came from. Uh, Gunter wrestled there. Like, they all, a lot of those guys, Eichner did. And he's part of some really good matches. Like, I think there was uh, a Cruiserweight Championship match with Jericho, which was really good. Was that? Uh, I can't remember what. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, good matches thing. against Stephen Regal. The the match with Ultimo Dragon, they're always very good, you know? But that's the thing is people are like, oh, we had a goofy dancing techno gimmick. You take the gimmick out of it and you just watch a match of his. And, like, I watched him versus uh, Norman Smiley. It was just pure grappling. Yeah, yeah. The old dancing fools. Loved it. Uh, that was the tag team with that Japanese guy, wasn't it? Magnum. Tokyo Magnum. Yeah, they were pretty... De- Again, if you, if you take the gimmick away and just watch the wrestling, he puts on very good matches, you know? Um, I don't yeah. think... He's one of them that probably didn't get as much recognition. Like, for me, like, if you watch Alex Pierce, Ring of Honor stuff, great wrestling. 
Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Alec Wright was actually good. Yeah. Uh, and he beat Ultimo Dragon to retain his title at this paper. Yeah, man. Um, then a singles match, Jeff Jarrett with Deborah taking on Dean Malenko. I could just imagine that was just, again, really good wrestling match. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, again, somebody that, like, he's the dullest fucking blandest guy, but if you watch his, re- like, straight-up wrestling match, he can fucking straight-up wrestle. Dean Malenko you're talking about? Yeah. One of my favorites. Like, straight up. I was very, I, when I was at, like, a certain age, I was very much into that submission technical kind of guy. He calls I don't think, yeah. Yeah, I was very, like, yeah, this kind of age, 16, 17. You know, after, as I got a bit older, I just kind of wanted to see baggers. But, yeah, when I was a teenager, it was very much into my technical stuff, like the Dean Malenko's, you know, the Guerrero's, the Jericho's. That's what I think kept me hooked on, WCW. It was. I always turned off at the main events. <laughs> the undercard of WCW was always the best, That's and they the just they didn't pay any attention to it. This, you're going through this card and this banger after banger, and then it's like the main event was like, uh. yeah. See, because this is where it starts to turn. So that's the first four matches. So the first four matches is Guerrero, Jericho, Steiner Brothers versus Harlem Heat, Alex Wright, Ultimo Dragon, Jeff Jarrett, Dean Malenko, right? And then the next four. Uh, so then it yeah, was. Well, well, before what the were they, Wrath and Mortis at the time? Yeah, it was Mortis, wasn't it, Canyon? Before that match, they did a mean gene thing in the back in the interview, and they the, the NWO like went past him, and then they went into the locker room, and they beat up Kurt Henning, and they left him with a busted arm. And he was, and he was like, "Oh no, he's he's will he be in the match?" So. There's your team. <laughs> um, yeah, then it was, yeah, Wrath and Mortis at the time, which was uh, Brian Clark, Adam Bomb, um, and Canyon's character, um, Mortis, um, against the Faces of Fear, Meng and the Barbarian. Yeah, this was the Blood Runs Cold Mortal Kombat thing they were doing, which, uh, this is not a, this is why the styles just don't mix. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then the giant, obviously the big show, took on Scott Norton. Scott Norton was sorry to say. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off! Okay, maybe WCW no. Scott Norton was. Japan Scott Norton was a fucking monster. Yeah. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that, kid. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Sorry. <laughs> I remember Fire and Ice, okay? That sucked. <laughs> Again, that, <laughs> I was in the US, watch him in Japan with no limitations. He was good. Anyway, Big Show squashed him in five minutes. Shows you how good he was. Um, and see, yeah, there, here it goes. No disqualification, DDP and Lex Luger against Randy Savage and Scott Hall. Beth. WCW stuff, and then the main event, which is the NWO, Bagwell, Nash, uh, X-Pac, and Conan against Benoit, McMichael, Flair, and Henning. Um, all in all, with the good War Games match. Yeah, it's in the, the end, end. Like, I think, was it Nash was going to put Flair's head into the cage structure with the door? No, they did. So, he came, the last person to come in was Kurt Henning, and he had his arm in a sling, and then he revealed that he had 
it wasn't hurting that he had the handcuffs and he goes to hit one of the NWO guys, stops and hits the four horsemen and he turns and joins the NWO and then they handcuff them all up and then they fucking nasty bump from Ric Flair where they basically put his head next to the cage door and we're like, either quit or we're going to chop his head off like a guillotine. And they quit and they still did it. And it was a fucking nasty looking bump. Like there was no give that cage door definitely hit his head. Nasty. But yeah, just normal bullshit. Late 90s. WCW. Yeah. Started great. Gets you all excited. And then like the main event, which is meant to be the big stuff. Just shite, you know? Absolute shite. It was also that was also the problem is it was their way of putting down the smaller guys like Ben Juan and by being like, Look how stupid you walk against the NWO. Exactly like when you look like the, then the next pay-per-view obviously had that Mysterio Guerrero match, which was on third, and the main event was Piper versus Hogan in a cage. And you're like, How how is that the show? Do you know what I mean? Like Keep in mind that this cage happened a week after the Bad Blood Hell in first ever Hell in a Cell. So yeah, Taker and Michaels, and then the following week you got Hogan and fucking Piper. I could forgive Eddie and Ray not main event in that pay per view had it opened. Yes, had it got the respect of being the opener because. You either, if you're not on last, you want to be on first. Like that's just the way it is. Any performance, you want to be last or first, um, because either you're in charge of making the crowd hot, and everybody's eyes are on you because they're thinking you're determining whether we have a good pay per view, or you're closing the show out and you're the one that everybody's going to remember when you finished. Exactly, and the thing that people remember is Piper versus Hogan in 1997 was yeah. never going to be good. Don't get me wrong, the Eddie and Ray thing was good enough that everybody remembers and everybody talks about it, but that's a credit to them, not their position. Well, that was and that good. also just shows how bad the rest of the pay-per-view was. That, yeah. like, Jericho, was Jericho and Gato had like a great match on that show, too. Yeah, 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 they did. They did. Right, this week, Damo, the floor yeah. is yours. So the challenge. Thank you. I'm just clearing my glasses just so I feel more yeah. intelligent. No, you can't see this. Anytime you guys hit me when I, when I first call up and you guys hit me with the rundown and you go, yeah, there's we're we're not selecting this week. I'm Gio. scared. Geo. Oh boy. You remember I asked you some questions earlier in the week. Oh God. Yeah. And I asked you what you had. Uh, in common, what, what was significant about you and Tyson Kidd? And yeah. you could only give me your hairstyle on your car. And I said, it's a proper birthday haircut. Okay. Gio, I believe your birthday is July 23rd. July 11th. Well, we've been lied to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Sorry, his debut was July 23rd. Ah. Cool. Ignore that. Gio, your birthday is July 11th, <laughs> which is the same day. As one Tyson kid. Oh my god. Your challenge for this week <laughs> is you have to pick your free favorite or free free favorite matches or free standout moments of Tyson Kid's career for your review. Daryl. Yeah. 
the 28th <laughs> of September. Am I correct? You are correct. Steve Blackman, I oh. believe, is who you share a birthday with, Daryl. Yeah, yeah, I do. So your challenge is three matches or standout moments for Steve Blackman. <laughs> okay. As for myself, I have one William slash Stephen Regal. Oh, and I have to do, again, three standout mo matches or moments. Oh, I'm sorry, Gio. It's not my fault I have good birthday. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, Hold on. Steve no, you know what? Blackman. To be fair, Gary's got the shit end of the stick here on this one. <laughs> Gio. If he does, look, if he doesn't select the Iron Circle match, I'm going to be fairly disappointed. So, Gio, <laughs> we had one option on yours was so good that we couldn't give you it. And that was Sami Zayn. Yeah. It just wasn't going to happen. Brock Lesnar, we refused to give you as well because Brock Lesnar has main, event, main evented every pay-per-view on the face of the earth. So it'd be too easy as well. So you either have an option of Tyson Kidd, Butch Reed, or Rene Goulet. Yeah, see? So we, we did you well. It's just a jobber. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's hard. Darry. We went with Blackman because he had some awful choices as yeah, well. Um, so who's bear with me? He had either Jason Jordan, <laughs> Jado, or Steve Blackman. Come yeah. on, you could have gone Jason Jordan and watched that whole angles your son give it. That, that was okay, his Max. only moment. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Like you, you either get his Kurt Angle's son, or he retired. As for myself, I had Makato Hashi. Hiromi Amada, Humberto Gaza Jr., Paul Diamond, Tito Santana, or Mark Rollerball Rocco. So I went with William Regal. Rollerball Rocco! That's awesome! Well, tough. Should have been born different. Don't <laughs> blame your parents. So yes, free matches or standout moments, so it doesn't have to be a match. If you, for example, thought um, that well, you pretend Darry had Jason Jordan. If you thought that one of his standout moments was revealing that he's in fact Kurt Angle's son, then you can use that. You know at least try and have one match. Right, here you go. So I'm looking at, there's a website that gives the match ratings, okay, to try and look at some of the Steve Black. His highest match ratings come with his performances in Royal Rumbles. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh my god! All three of them, yeah. Royal you can watch him versus Shane, where Shane takes that. Yeah, I'm good at that one's definite. Yeah. The one versus Shane uh, at the SummerSlam 2000. I'm thinking, didn't he do one with Owen Hart as well? Late nineties. I'm sure there was a really good match with Owen Hart. And then I'll have a look. For I know the third he. Thing. I know he did one with Shamrock, and they fought the parking lot. Yeah, that was for the Intercontinental Title, wasn't it? I think it was about the same time. The Lions Den. Was the Lions Den one? Oh, I'm doing that. Yeah, okay. There you go. I think I know what I'm doing. But God they, they went Fight Club style and like just had a bunch of cars beeping and honking as they fought around them. I have also, I've, I've got two of my matches. Yeah, I know of two. NXT, I think I'll do the Lions NXT, Den and Shane. And, and... So I'm going to do the NXT match against Cesaro. And then I'm going to do, I think it was Slamboree. I, did, I looked this up. I think it was Slambury. It was 97 or 98 against Ultima. They're two that I've picked out. I can um, tell you. And then my third one. One of the ones I'm doing is one of the early NXT pay-per-views. 
I have to look up which one it is. It was a four-way. It was him, Tyler, it was him, Tyler Bate. God, I'm trying to think who else it was. It was him, Bate, I think Bo Dallas and Pack for the belt at the time. No, I'm that thinking was, of a different four-way. Yeah, you're thinking of a different. Yeah, I'm thinking it was right. Neville, Zane, Breeze, and Tyson Kidd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking yeah, of that sorry, one. it was Breeze. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one is actually really good. That's a good that's shout. That's the one I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's actually a banger of a match. To be fair. Oh, we got. We might be able to make some fun out of this. <laughs> okay, Steve Blackman. It is. Oh dear. I'm also going to have to find a really good tag match that he did with Cesaro because I fucking love that tag team before he Yeah, they were really good. Well, this is the thing, like, there's a couple of opportunities. Whilst, yes, he's not had the most glittering career, there are some really good opportunities because he did put on good matches. Isn't there, before they were a tag team, didn't they do a triple threat, like, versus Cesaro versus Dolph? I feel like that you've even just been a SmackDown. I feel like that was a banger. I think that was just before they so started. Kid received a title opportunity for the Intercontinental Championship in an elimination triple threat with Cesaro and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that's a banger of a match. Oh, you could have some fun with this. Yeah, Derry, you get to watch a lot of the 24 <laughs> 7. Yes, <I> <laughs> yeah, yours is basically 24 7. Amazing. Champion. I'm sure there's got to be some Steve Blackman versus Raven uh, moments. I'll just yeah. dig them out. <laughs> um, you can, you can use. Al Snow and Steve Blackman versus I forget which tag team it was. Oh my god, when he was trying to. At WrestleMania 15, with one Chester McCheeseton as their manager. Oh my god, yes. And he kicked, they, didn't they beat him up at the Ed, end? Oh no. Head cheese, sir. Also, do you remember the? I think it was in a rumble where he's trying to like skin the cat and they flick him over and he's trying to put himself up and Kane just twats him with a bin lid <laughs> right in the middle of his face. <laughs> that okay, Royal Rumble was awful. Yeah. yeah. We're in the middle of it. Wait, is that the Drew Carey Royal Rumble? I think that's the yeah. Drew Carey one, isn't it? <laughs> There's like a whole spot where like Raven comes out for his Royal Rumble number. And he just starts throwing random shit in the ring. <laughs> yes. That was a bad one. That was the one <laughs> that Kane eliminated the most when it had that record for ages. That was that one. Yeah, because that's the one where poor fucking Taz had like his music hit. It was like, brr, 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 brr. But he got in the ring and then Kane just fucked him right back out. It was like, brr, 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 brr. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. I'm going to have to watch that rumble. They were like, it's Taz. And it was like, goodbye, Taz. Right, I think... What an awful rumble. I'm it having was. horrible flashbacks from it. Yeah. I still remember Drew Carey trying to give Kane money to leave him alone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, not good. Not good. He ended up getting one of Lowdown's numbers because they sucked. <laughs> right. Don't think we've had any idiots, to be fair. I think they've been behaving themselves, no? I think anyone has stand out. I mean, I'm guessing touched, probably Velveteen Dream EC3 stuff. We touched on that, didn't we? Yeah. So uh, I think they could be idiots of I, the week. I guess we can talk real quick that Kenny Omega did a video game interview thing and he had some noticeable bite marks on him. He did. They're very clear bite marks, to be fair. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, very noticeable. You know, so maybe there was, maybe like Ace Steel is just a complete psychopath. <laughs> But yeah, um, interesting. But yeah, 
other than that, don't do drugs, kids, and don't leave your phone in the bathroom, I think is the advice of the week. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that we wouldn't get like demonetized because I would have I would have named this week's title cocaine it does is it's one hell of a drug. <laughs> I would have named it that. <laughs> it's a very uh, dangerous beast. Yeah. <laughs> dangerous beast. I might just call it dangerous beast. He did all this dirty shit at a party and he's like, Yeah, well, fucking cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> just yeah. Well done, Dream. That's your that's your resting stuff over. Guessing he's not coming back. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think he's done. It's that he's trying to say that there's people still in the WWE that are doing it. 100% Riddle. Like, come on. I don't think it takes any of us to realize that Riddle was in that party. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just put it well, out there. The smoke coming out of it was that it was Braun. See, that's oh. what I'm thinking because Braun is like really close friends with EC3. And yeah. It was was funny. Like I read read today, uh, Braun said he would never wrestle for anyone other than WWE. You were literally in CYN. He didn't wrestle. Call that wrestling. (laughs) Because like, so his thing, he was like, I I uh, I said I would never put on a pair of boots for anybody besides WWE, and I stuck to my word. I've never put on another pair of boots. Went out, started my own thing, worked for myself, gave young talent a place to work made a living and honed the craft inside CYN. And like I said, I stuck to my guns. I will never wrestle for anyone other than WWE. Like, come and on. And fuck them all over because poor EC3 is like, my two top guys, carrying Cross and <laughs> <Roman."> <laughs> Yeah, the big selling point. And they were like, actually, we're going back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, EC3. Back to your bathroom you go. Right. You know, like, it was like the two big, it's funny because those are the two big names. Like, they try to do like a whole AEW, like the so and so's all in. Like, those are the two big names where they're like, so and so is controlling their narrative. Well, no. <laughs> no, they're not. Okay. Right. Next week, we will see obviously what has come from SmackDown this week. Um, fingers crossed that we get another decent, uh, decent tease. But I hope it's not like just revealed to be something weak. So fingers crossed, it's just a good piece. And I'll enjoy my Steve Blackman moments. Thanks very much. And I will see you both next week. Yeah, yeah.